Mina san, konbanwa. Nichi dwellers. You know where you are? You in the jungle, baby. <laughs> we gonna give you some directions today. Because that is the theme of Beginners Season 2, Episode 4. We're talking about directions. We're going to talk about how to get from here to there and everywhere. That's right. This is um, a follow-up from our last lesson where we learned how to say various prepositions, words like on or under. Today, we're going to look at how to say left or right or straight or back and cool stuff like that. Let's go ahead and get started. Yeah. Hey, Jay-sensei, real quick. What's up? So there's a very lovely lady at my local coffee shop. Her name is Taylor, and she is actually a listener, and she gave me some feedback. Oh, and Taylor, she, thanks for listening. Yeah, thanks for listening. So we should indeed make sure that we repeat things after we're done saying them because sometimes we forget and i got go back sometimes and i kind of realize that so we're gonna make more of an active effort to do so and uh shout out to you taylor thank you awesome yeah and if you out there happen to have any sort of feedback like taylor did please let us know it helps us grow we want to know how we can improve because you know we're just two guys having a good time Trying to teach Japanese for anyone who's interested in learning about what we have to say. So Pioneering what I have dubbed education <laughs> is not easy. We're going to have some pros, we're going to have some cons, and we're going to have some flaws. And we, we like to work on the flaws and cons, and we like to build up on the pros. So in that spirit, let's get to giving directions after taking some directions. All right. So today's conversation is between two people. We have Keiji and Haruto talking. Keiji is lost looking for the train station and Haruto is going to give him some directions. Tark, for our listeners out there who maybe do not know, compared to America in which most people have to drive in order to get to where they want to go, what is transportation like in Japan in your experience? Dude, transportation in Japan is awesome. You can basically get to wherever you need to go via densha, which is the train, as you learned in a previous episode. Yeah, densha. As we mentioned before, if you are a foreigner in Japan, yeah, you could go up to the ekien, which is the train station employee to give you directions, and they might know English, but it's much more preferred if you do it in Japanese. Now, with that being said, this is one of those scenarios where learning the casual speak for this is not really necessary because you're not going to be asking the ekian how to get from point A to point B in casual Japanese. You're going to use polite Japanese. Just remember, feel like I should mention again, this is a serialized series. Go back and repeat whatever you need to repeat. Learn at your own pace. Use the rewind button use a slow down button or use the fast forward button and no one's going to hold your hand through this. We can only give you the materials. It's up to you to push on forward with what we give you and study. I study every day. What about you, Jay? Well, you don't need to study every day. Your wife is Japanese. Your child is Japanese. So you technically are practicing every day. Yeah. And at a certain point, you might start reading newspapers or, or books or something, right? And your study may take a more recreational like feel and you you might not necessarily be using a textbook whenever you're doing stuff in Japanese but that doesn't necessarily mean you're not studying right all right well we'll go ahead and get started i'll go ahead and play the role of haruto and we'll have tariku-san be keiji in this so keiji right. take it away sumimasen 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 oh, 
はい、どうされましたかあのー、駅はどこかわかりますかあ、駅はこの道をまっすぐ行って信号で右に曲がってください右ですねわかりました<笑> I feel like you're trying to like seduce me <laughs> as we're like doing this 右ですねわかりました<笑> <laughs> It was really, um, anyways, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, we're just gonna roll with it. Eki no tonari ni konbini ga aru kara sugu ni wakaru to omoimasu. Arigato gozaimasu. Yep. Alright, so now we're gonna break down that conversation for you. We're gonna do the English first, and then Jay Sensei is going to do the slow Japanese. So, it starts off with Keiji saying, Excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. Sumimasen. 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 Yes. What's wrong? Hi. Do sare mashtaka? Hi. Do sare mashtaka? Um, do you know where the station is? Ah, no. Eki. はどこかわかりますかあの駅はどこかわかりますか To go to the station, go straight on this road, and then turn right at the traffic light. 駅はこの道をまっすぐ行って信号で右に曲がってください駅はこの道をまっすぐ行って信号で右に曲がってください。To the right. Got it. 右ですね。わかりました。右ですね。わかりました。Station is right next to a convenience store. So I think that you can't miss it. 駅の隣にコンビニがあるからすぐにわかると思います。駅の隣にコンビニがあるからすぐにわかると思います。ありがとうございます。ありがとうございます。No problem. いいえ。And you know, I actually kind of want to start. Breaking down all this stuff by talking about yet, if you don't mind. No problem. So, one thing that our listeners probably recognized was that at the end here, Haruto says yet, which we translated as no problem. But, but Tark, what does yet normally mean? No. Yeah. So, if you think about it literally, often in Japanese, when a person says thank you, the most natural thing actually to respond with is. No. <laughs> And the reason why this is is because it, it, in context, it means like, no, it's not a big deal. It's not anything to worry about. So, it, in a way, it's like a polite way to just say, you're welcome. So, next time someone says thank you to you, try just telling them flat out, no. <laughs> See how it no, goes. No, I don't think I'll do that. Okay, you can say, yeah, then it'd be better. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. A lot of times, Tark, have you ever heard this when a Japanese person like has like four back to back and it's like, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, like every once in a while, like you'll say something to a Japanese person and they'll say yeah very quickly and it sounds like yeah. So it's like yeah, 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 yeah. Anyways, so Tark, what's our first vocabulary word today? It is eki. 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 And that is station. Good. In the dialogue, we said eki wa doko ka wakarimasu ka for do you know where the station is? What's our next word? Next one is Michi. Michi. And Michi means street. Yeah. And in the conversation, we had Kono Michi o masugu itte kudasai for go straight on the street. And the next word we have can not be used to describe many of you. <laughs> I was wondering if you were going to like somehow tie that in. And you <laughs> did! Reliably. <laughs> <laughs> I went straight there. Oh. And that is ma su gu. Ma su gu. Ma su gu. Awesome. Now, inside of this word, ma su gu, we have a small tsu after the ma, which means that we have just a short pause before we say the su. So instead of saying musugu or something like that, it's Masugu. Similarly, our next word um, also has the same small tsu inside of it. And it is the word for go. Are you telling me to go right now? Yeah, if you want to. Could you just say itte? And that is ite. Ite. Good. This is um one way of commanding a person to go. So if you want to say go straight, you would say masugu itte. And that would be kind of casual. More on that in a little bit. Our next word is traffic light. Shingo. Shingo. Shingo means traffic light. Yeah. And our next word is right. Migi. Migi. And migi means right. As in right hand or the right path. Good. Yeah, this isn't used to say that someone is correct or that someone is accurate. Our next word is please go. Ite kudasai. Ite kudasai. Nice. Ite kudasai. Yep, ite kudasai. Please go. It's a more polite version of the word ite. Our next word is next to or neighboring. Ponari. Ponari. Ponari is next to or neighboring. After that, we have the word for immediately, which is what? Suguni. Suguni. And that is immediately. Like immediately, let's go to the expressions, Jay-sensei. You got it. Our first expression, besides ie, which we just talked about a little bit ago, is... The phrase, what's wrong? Which in Japanese is going to sound like something, but I feel a sneeze coming on, so I don't want to say it yet in case the sneeze happens when I'm talking, but now I feel it going away. I don't think I'm going to sneeze actually now, so I'm going to say the Japanese. <laughs> yeah, we can just ask you real quick. <laughs> I think I'm going to sneeze. Okay, we're okay. And that was do u sa de ma shi ka. Do sa ka. 
um, Tark, just by like looking at this word and hearing how long it was, would you guess that this is like casual or polite? I'm going to go with polite. Yeah, this is very polite, by the way. This is even more polite than you would necessarily use with your teacher because when you're talking to a stranger, you often use very, very polite words. And so if I was just talking to someone at work, I would probably say, どうしましたか? And then if I was talking to one of my friends, I'd probably say, どうしたの? And let's go ahead and break that last one down for you. That's どうしたの? 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 Now, our next expression means do you understand or do you know? わかりますか? わかりますか? Nice. And that is do you know or do you understand or comprende? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, say you want to ask someone if they know a kanji character that you're studying. You can show them the character and say, Kono kanji ga wakarimasuka? Kono kanji ga wakarimasuka? And knowing me, I would say, wakaranai. But this seems like a polite setting, so I would say, wakarimasem. And that means I don't know. Now, we use this same verb to actually get our next expression, which means you got it or I have understood. I understand what you're saying. And Tark, but go ahead and read that for us. Oh, sorry. But if you'll notice, the ending is different, but the root stays the same. And in this scenario, understood is wa ka ri ma shi pa. Wakarimashita. And, and since I'm a casual bad boy, I go wakata instead. But if you're talking to strangers on the street, you you want to stick to wakarimashita. <laughs> I love it when we do the polite stuff. It's like literally pulling teeth for you. It's like if, <laughs> if you have to be polite. <laughs> Not even full words anymore. <laughs> It is. It is. It, it it hurts my soul. It hurts my. But I understand. I understand. It's it's place. It hurts my colloquial soul. Exactly. You know, I uh, in doing this podcast, I've really realized how often I use filler words, and and now we're teaching them in Japanese with this fourth <laughs> expression. In a way, you know, like some fillers make your Japanese sound natural. If an authority asks me if I do any drugs. And I'm thinking of what to say to them um, while giving an honest answer. Uh, However, well, I'm a, uh, uh, I, uh, a, mis a misguided answer, perhaps. I would say something along the lines of a ano. We, did, we talked <laughs> yeah. about ano a little bit before when we talked about the spider. Yep. Um, uh, we mentioned that like ano in that situation can use to get someone's attention, right? It can be like, hey. I know. <laughs> it's kind of saying, yeah. hey. But in this situation, we're using it to, to give us a little bit of time to put our thoughts together before we speak. Yeah, Anno's like a Swiss Army knife when it comes to word fillers and stuff like that, you know? Yeah. I wonder um, if, like, young people know what a Swiss Army knife is anymore. Do they? I haven't seen them in forever. I saw one not too long ago, but it wasn't from a child. Children should not be having knives. Children should not be running around with knives. <laughs> and can openers. And nail yeah. files. And <laughs> screwdrivers. <laughs> Everything else that it does. 
Hey, speaking of, um, you know, having a bunch of utilities in one, like this lesson, right? We're actually getting a bunch of directions all at one time. And uh, let's go ahead and start with the ones that we already gave you. Let's let's say the word for right one more time, Tark. What was that? Migi. 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 Good. Migi is right. So last time we learned that we can use a landmark followed by the particle no, and then a location word followed by des to say that something is in a certain location relative to another thing. So if that didn't really make a whole lot of sense to you, we're now going to say the water is to the right of the TV, which would be this. Go ahead and repeat after me, Tarek. Omizu wa? Omizu wa? Terebi no? Terebi no? Migi desu. The water is on the right of the TV. Now, for this next one, we're going to go casual form, and we'll say the book is to the right of the bookshelf. I don't know. It's on the ground or something. <laughs> so, hon wa? Hon wa? Hondana no? Hondana no? Migi ni? Migi ni? Aru. Aru. So that time we used aru instead of des. But as we learned last time, they are pretty much interchangeable if we're talking about things that are not living. But let's so what's go. What's the word for, for bookshelf again real quick? Ah, yeah. That is hondana. 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 Yep. Hon is book and dana is like shelf. So it's like, yeah, bookshelf or bookshelves. So our next direction is back or backwards. And we learned we actually learned this last time because we used it to talk about things that were behind something. Because in Japanese, they're actually the same. So the word for behind and back is ushiro. 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 So Tarek, what does this mean? Neko wa hondana no ushiro ni iru. The cat is behind the bookshelf. Nice. Neko wa hondana no ushiro ni iru. How did it get there, dude? Taxi. Definitely a taxi. <laughs> <laughs> like it, it's kind of one of those cats the other, day, the other day i did see a cat hail down a taxi right dude because cats and hate the technology no uber no smartphones they're like pretty retro well, I mean, like well smartphones aren't designed for paws to interface with it or know? claws yeah so so they're kind of screwed uh i i say that PETA best get on this as soon as possible because yeah iphones uh, need to do face recognition right? for pets yeah, yeah, and on top of that, cats' human rights are being violated, and I would imagine by transitive property, dogs' human rights are also being violated, so... That is you know. absolutely correct, because, yeah, my right to have my dog be able to have the right to take a taxi is something that I should protect with all my rights, and... What about your lefts? Oh, uh, you... How dare you read my mind like that? How <laughs> dare you? No, I'm just kidding. I like it. Yeah, exactly, so... He... Da... Di... Hidari is the word for left in Japanese. It's a cool one. Hidari. You know, you know how I remember Miki and Hidari? I know a dog. Her name is Miki, and she's a really sweet dog. Miki is the right way to be a dog, right? Oh, gotcha. And then in the occult, the path of taking the occult, uh, taking those lessons, is called the left-hand path. And when I see Hidari, I see hidden. And occult means hidden from plain sight. So, oh, that's funny. Hide, hide, hide. Yeah. So, Hidari, left, Migi, right. 
And without like bringing any more politics into this, <laughs> we'll go ahead and go <laughs> straight for the word straight, which is masuge. Like we learned in the vocabulary section. And again, that is masuge. And not to be mistaken with our word for immediately, which was suguni. Anyways, so let's go ahead and take some of these direction words and start applying them in bigger sentences, specifically for giving directions. So, Tarek, I want you to imagine that you're the cat, right? And you're in that taxi. Uh -huh. And um, you're going behind the bookshelf, right? And you, you have to take a right. And so you're going to tell the taxi driver, please turn to the right. Well, how are you going to say it? Is this cat on psychedelics? <laughs> like, or maybe we're on psychedelics <laughs> and we're know. the cat. All right. So. All right, Tarek. So, so the the cat is telling the taxi driver, please turn right. How's he going to say it in Japanese? Migi ni magate kudasai. Migi ni magate kudasai. That's correct. Migi ni magate kudasai means please turn right. And the word magate inside there means turn. So um, let's now use a word that we saw from the conversation, itte, which means go, to say please go right instead of please turn right. Migi ni itte kudasai. Nice. Real quick, that's... Perfect. Now, what if I wanted to tell the taxi driver, turn left? Oh, yeah, that, that, that would be okay if you had to speak casually. Maybe, maybe it's like, you know, a cop chase. It's like, quickly, go left. Yeah. The cat's got a gun to the taxi driver's head. Yeah. This is all! I'll shoot! Exactly. Um, now, because this isn't, you know, like a Bourne film, we'll go ahead and have the cat now say, I do say so. If you wouldn't mind, please turn left. Nice. <laughs> Now, Tark, we keep having this word kudasai, kudasai, kudasai pop up at the end of all of these sentences. We've seen it before, too. What did this mean again? It means please. Please. Or if you would. If you would. If you wouldn't mind. It's more like a polite attachment that I feel like translates to please, but there are more applications to it. But All right, it's quiz time. Let's now take all of these things that we've learned and try putting it together to translate these sentences. <laughs> my, my dog is barking. I got it this yeah. time. It's going to go good. Oh, I saw his silhouette. It was cute. Listeners, after I read the sentences out loud, please hit that pause button and take some time to try putting these sentences together yourselves. And then compare it with how me and Tarek put it together. Now, like we always say, just because your answer is different than ours doesn't necessarily mean it's wrong, but it probably is wrong. So check yourself by leaving it in the comments. <laughs> Well done. Thanks. Well done, well done. All right, so the first one is please go straight. Ma sugu ite. Ma sugu ite. Tark, that was the casual version. You didn't even say please. Ma sugu ite kudasai. He's so nice. 
<laughs> All right, next, Utark. Here the sentence just says, please go back, but let's actually have you say, go back and please go back, as in backwards. Ushiro ni ite. Nice. Ushiro ni ite kudasai. Yeah. And listeners, this is actually the whole main point of our lesson next time. We're going to talk more about this whole particle ni that gets used with verbs of movement and motion and stuff. So please stay tuned for more. If it feels confusing now, it's going to feel a lot less confusing after our next lesson. But more on that later. Tark, our next sentence is, please turn left at the light. The traffic light. Shingo de. Oh, pass with flying colors. Yeah, boy. All right, our next word is please turn right here. Do you remember the word for here? A little lesson review. Oh, you didn't. <laughs> All right, listeners, he just said, Now you might be wondering, what is kure? And it is our naughty word of the day. Man, why did you set me up to rhyme like that? I didn't want that. <laughs> That's what I do, son. <laughs> All right, well, kure is the imperative command form of the verb to give. What does that all mean? It's basically like the most casual and the most kind of informal way you could request someone to do something for you. And like the way that I translate it in my head is like, if I say turn right, kure, right? It's more like saying turn right for me. Yeah. That's the way I kind of look at it. And that is kure, kure, kure. Dude, I only have like one kid, right? And and I love my my kiddo so much, but when she's not listening very well, I realize I'm still saying please do stuff, right? Like tabete kudasai yo or something like that. But then I see like these moms. Sometimes I have like three or four kids, and and they they they, they no, there's no kudasai anymore, man. It's just like <laughs> imperative command forms left and right. It's pretty funny. Well, you got number two on the way. So yeah, I'm dude, gonna... I'm slowly making my way to imperative land. <laughs> we gonna command stuff up. And then, <laughs> oh, man. And speaking of, you know, our naughty words of the day, our next one has to do with transportation in Japan. Um, yeah. Listeners, when I was in Japanese school, I got pulled aside by my teacher, right? And it wasn't just me, <laughs> but it was actually all the men. And we had this orientation about riding trains in Japan. I thought it was the weirdest thing, but it made sense later when there was a point where our teacher said, when you're riding the train, it's best to always use the hand straps up above if you are standing. Or, and if you are sitting down in a chair, you should always hold a book or something so no women can blame you for being a chikan. And we're like, what's a wow. chikan? <laughs> and, and then there was like that one weeb who was like, chikan's a guy who grubs women on trains. I feel like it's like an overview because it's a problem in Japan where people will take their phones and they'll place it under the skirts of women going up escalators or doing all these sort of pervy things. Like they have this thing called sharking where they'll see a girl walking down the street and they'll just run and like pull down their undies and just run away. You know, it's, it's, it's real nasty stuff. It's stuff that we don't condone here in this podcast. So if it ever happens to you, the thing that you need to yell is, Chikan! 
Chicken. Break it down. Chi, com, chi com, and it, not to be confused with chicken because most of these people are probably <laughs> fucking pussies. But you know, it's chi com. Yep, and uh, it definitely is a crime, and you definitely, you know, by talking to a station master or something like that, can. Um, get some help and assistance so definitely do not just bear it quietly like i hear that that's what most people end up doing and that's why it continues to like be a problem so yeah jay sensei the second to last time i went to japan i remember seeing them uh these posters on the walls and they were actually really cool posters and it was just like a guy with a phone in first person taking pictures of girls panties on the subway but like the phone was like all demonic and the poster was really cool and it was plastered all throughout the subway and there were no cameras, and so I actually, quote-unquote, borrowed one of the posters from the wall and took it back home. Oh, did you really? I did, yeah. <laughs> you yeah. took a Chikan poster from Japan. <laughs> yeah. How fucking punk is that, dude? <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty funny. I wonder, like, it probably has the station name on it, too. Like, you should show me it sometime. Show yeah, and tell. I will have it, because, I, I, like, it, it was in my old room at my mom's house, and my brother took over that room, so I don't know if he kept that poster, but it was a great poster, nonetheless. That was so fast, dude. <laughs> it was just a disclaimer. You're good. Oh. <laughs> Thank you. What he said. What he said. <laughs> All right, Tark. So, what did we learn today? We learned how to give directions, mm-hmm. and when we give directions, make sure you're not talk- talking to a chikan because yep. you'll probably give the wrong directions, right? We, we also learned about kure, which was we learned about kure, which is a way of saying, you know, it's what you tag at the end of something, like do this for me. Oh, and man, you can. I just realized we probably should have mentioned that you can just put it after a, a noun to say, "Give me that thing." Right. Right. Yeah, like. Sushi o kure. Sushi kure yo. Give me some sushi. And uh, what are we going to be learning in our next lesson? Next lesson, we are learning about the particle ni. We're talking about verbs of movement. And ni is a very important particle. We've talked about it earlier before, but it has plenty of applications. So stay tuned. Yep, it's definitely one that you're not going to want to miss. So, listener no minasan, kyo isho ni benkyoshite kurete arigatou gozaimasu. Thank you so much for studying with us. And we will see you next time. Mata tsugi no lesson de oai shimashou. Bye bye. Bye bye.